Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1069, air date June 7th, 2022. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Today, um, is Tuesday, and we're going to have a discussion today, as the title says, Why the Ruling Class Needs You in One of These Four Buckets. And um, this past weekend, we did a Truth, Freedom, and Health Summit for our uh, Truth, Freedom, and Health Warriors, and we did a, a, a deep discussion into the real cause of gun violence and what the real solution is. And as a part of that, um, we discussed... Um, why the establishment or why the ruling class has really no interest in ever really solving any problems versus distracting people into what we call one of these four buckets. So I want to share a little snippet of that. And I want to review that because I think it's very, very important for everyone to understand that there is no interest of those in who want power, profit and control for you to ever really look at any type of situation, be it the economy, uh, be it the situation in health, be it the situation in science, be it the situation on any topic with a real intent on solving a problem. It, it is really more about you being distracted into a set of options within which democracy takes place. So in many ways, um, we believe we have democracy, but democracy is really a bounded democracy. It's the those in power bound democracy to a finite set of domains and within that, you're able to have as much discourse as you want. But you're really not able to have discourse on significant topics. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm going to take you uh, today into a journey into giving you a little glimpse of how we get out of that. We do a deep dive, um, typically in our systems course, but I'm going to give you share with you a little bit of that on how you really start breaking yourself out of that. Then we're going to discuss what are those four buckets and what is the intent of those in power to keep you in one of those four buckets and what is really the way out of that. And we're going to look at history to provide us answers to that. And then obviously in every one of the discussions we do, we always give you a solution. It's not about just talking about problems, but to actually give people a, a tangible solution out of these things. And I'm um, running a little scroll bar down there, which is learn the science of systems to raise your consciousness for truth, freedom, and health. And we have, you know, hundreds of thousands of people all over the world um, who have signed up at vashiva.com to become part of this educational movement. Because at the end of the day, if you think you're going to change the world by, you know, running for office or running in elections, we know that that's in many ways a dead end because um, those vehicles are also very well constrained. So the ultimate way out of this is for each one of you to recognize that there are millions of people around the world who are recognizing that we need to move beyond left and right, and they're looking for real solutions. And many of them are in the community that we're creating, so I want to invite you to be part of that. But ultimately, this is about you, and I'll discuss that. Before I go into that, I just want to play our video that I always play. It's a video that everyone likes. It's an inspirational video that really sets the context of what we're going to be talking about. So I'll be right back in a few minutes.
We allowed our country to be taken over from within, and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to, and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders we don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum.
people need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. Uh, the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to vashiva, Victory America Shiva, vashiva.com. All right, everyone. Uh, I hope that was valuable. So let's just jump right into So to those of you joining a little bit late, uh, today's uh, conversation is going to be about why the ruling class needs you in one of these four buckets. So there are four buckets that I've identified that the ruling class wants to place working people in. And I remember I'm using the word ruling class and working people. Working people are those people. We're not talking about homeless people, destitute people. We're not talking about the elites. We're talking about everyday people who attempt to put food on the table and work for their families. Um, in the United States, I'm sure this is true globally, in the United States, 80% of working people only have about $400 in savings uh, at any point you know, uh, in their bank account. So you're looking at a whole um, uh, bulk of the American working class, which is, has uh, a serious, serious economic condition, which has worsened over the last 50 years. And in order to ensure that working people don't unite, we're going to learn that the elites want to put, keep people into these four buckets. But that's a problem we're going to identify from a systems approach, but there is also a way out of it. So let's just jump right in and talk about this and give a little bit of context and background. By the way, those of you who want to know more about our movement, go to vashiva.com slash join. And when you go there, you'll find that we have a website which focuses on truth, freedom, and health. Um, everything we do is takes a systems approach to educate you that we're not going to really be able to understand what's a real problem and a real solution if we don't have the freedom of discourse. This is why uh, things like free speech, things like uh, having open discourse, sharing of information is extremely important because it lets us have discourse to practice the scientific method. That's truth. And then with truth and freedom, we can really figure out what's good for our health. And more importantly, with health, we have the strength to fight for freedom and to explore truth. So these are very interconnected concepts. If you go to vashiva.com slash join, um, over the last 50 years, it's been my journey and honor to figure all this out and put it together in a course called the Foundations of Systems, where I've interconnected Eastern and yeah, uh, Eastern medical systems theory with engineering systems theory and with political theory to discover really a science of everything that you can use this to go beyond left and right. And I'm uh, pleased to share this. So please, uh, we give a, a big scholarship for people. So we make it very affordable, take it. And those of you who just want to start reading, go get the book um, Systems and Revolution. It's absolutely free to everyone. You just have to cover shipping and handling. 
and get it. It's really sort of the classic book, which will teach you all of this. So you don't have to go to MIT and get a, and spend a lot of time there. And then finally, I want to also invite all of you um, every Thursdays, every Thursdays, we have an open house. Anyone is invited 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. 11 a.m. really works for those people who are um, in other parts of the world. We have people all over the world and 8 p.m. Um, tends to work for people in the U.S. But please take advantage of that. Go to vashiva.com slash orientation. You can do that right now. Sign up and then you'll be invited uh, to our open house and you can we can have a dialogue there and we can um, we have lots of people attend. It's a lot of fun. You get to meet a lot of great people. So please take advantage of that. So what we discuss in our course and a lot of what we talk about is when you learn system science, as you can see in this diagram, I don't have time to go through this. When you take the course, you'll understand it more. But every system in the universe, if you took an engineering systems course at MIT or any engineering school, at some point, you would learn that every system in the universe um, can be broken into an open system, which is this little dotted line, or a intelligent system, which is this whole system. So an intelligent system has these nine principles. It's got a goal, it's got a sensor, it's got a controller, and there's also a thing here called a disturbance I've left out, but in addition to that, it has an input, output, transport, conversion, and storage, okay? And the essence of system science is you have a goal and the controller, in this case, it could be you, your mind, is trying to figure out what inputs to send the system to get an output, which matches a goal, okay? But anyway, there is a science, as I said in the Anthem video, to really understanding how to build a movement. And it's based on system science. If you want to learn how to build a bridge, you have to understand Newton's equations. If you want to understand how to build you know, large-scale electrical systems, it's probably important that you understand Maxwell's equations and V equals IR, right? But we tend to think that we're going to somehow just go build a movement and change the world. In order to do that, we need to understand the science of systems. And those in power actually do understand the science. So it's important that if you're serious about changing things, you understand this. So this diagram is sort of the pinnacle of that. But one of the key things that we have to understand is what is the goal, right? Well, the important thing to understand is that your goal may be different than their goals, okay? So what is the goal of the ruling class? Well, the goal of the ruling class is very different than your goal. The goal of the ruling class is power, profit, and control. And to achieve power, profit, and control, those in power send particular inputs, and we discussed this in the class around six of them, to achieve, a, to, that's how they achieve power, profit, and control. And it's important to understand what inputs you are exposed to every day if you're going to have the, even a chance of combating it and winning it, and there's a science to it, okay? Alternatively, the, the other question we must ask, which is relevant to all of us, is what is the goal of working people? And the goal of working people is vastly different. It is truth, freedom, and health. And as you can see here, and in order to achieve truth, freedom, and health, there's very different kinds of six different kinds of inputs that we have to ensure happens or we have to even struggle and fight for. And those inputs are necessary ingredients to achieve truth, freedom, and health. And of course, we covered this, but I just wanted to give you, there is a science to this. I just wanted to give you a glimpse that this is not just words but there is a scientific theory, what I like to say, the science of everything to really understand this. Um, there's another book that you guys may want to explore called Your Body, Your System. And you can use this science 
to even understand how your body works as a system. Okay. So one of my intentions was to teach people this science because without a theoretical framework, it's hard to take action. You can take actions and you can make mistakes all day. But if you had a framework, then you know which paths you should not pursue. So that's why, you know, we developed the course to support you. But ultimately, what I want to really emphasize is the goal here is really about you. When we step back and we really look at what all the great scientific traditions, be it the Enlightenment or many of the great spiritual traditions, we're trying to impart to people is ultimately you take a rational, objective, scientific approach and you realize, yes, you can talk about saving the world, but ultimately the goal is about you, okay? And I want everyone to listen carefully to this. The goal is really about you. Really, for you to be an agent of change, not to wait for someone else to do it, but to really for you to be an agent of change, what I could say, be the light, for you to find your way and also to know the truth. But this is deeply a personal journey. But it's really about you elevating your consciousness. It's not about me imparting some knowledge to you. Ultimately, it's about you elevating your consciousness. But it's you elevating your consciousness to see things as they are. You see, in many of the great scientific and spiritual traditions, we talk about seeing things as they are. In science, we try to objectively observe things. In the scientific method, it really comes down to observation. In many of the traditions where you go away to a monastery or you pray or you meditate, the main purpose in doing that was for you to start observing the world as it is in equanimity, okay? So one of the goals here is to see things as they are. Otherwise, you can get taken advantage of and used by one side or another side, all right? But the reason that you want to see things as they are and you want to elevate your consciousness is because ultimately, in a very practical way, we want to identify real problems and deliver real solutions. So this is really about being very practical, okay? We want to elevate our own consciousness to see the world as it is so we can really look at a situation beyond left and right and see, hey, this is what the real problem is and this is what the real solution is, okay? And why do we want to do that? Okay, we want to do that, ultimately advance truth, to advance freedom and health. Now, this could be just for you. It could be for your own body. It could be for your family. It could be for your community and it could be for your nation and the world depending on which level you want to operate at. But ultimately, it's about you, okay? Elevating your consciousness to see the world as it truly is so you can advance truth, freedom, and health, be it for you, your body, your family, your community, your nation, and the world. And for me, we have put together a system of curricula. We've put together a system of community, independent of big tech, and a community way that you can interact with others because you can't do this on your own. The more you touch others, talk to others, touch others, meaning communicate with others. We're not talking about physically touching people. Um, you build a movement for doing this. So, and I'll come back to that, but ultimately the goal is about you. It's not about something outside of you. Now, the question is, how do we achieve this goal? How do you elevate your consciousness? So see things as they are, because if I just said to elevate your consciousness, we could just talk about spirituality or religion. 
But the goal here is to see things as they are in order to identify real problems and deliver real solutions so as to advance truth, freedom, health, be it for you, your body, your family, your community, nation, and the world. So we're really trying to connect heaven and earth here, okay? So how do you achieve that goal? Well, number one, you have to learn to think. And you have to learn to think. In order to do that, you have to learn the science of systems. And why do I keep emphasizing this? Because in the modern world, we live in a world of complex systems. Your car is a complex system. You have to uh, be involved in healthcare systems. You're involved in political systems. You're involved in election systems. You're involved in using all sorts of you know, technology systems. And without having a framework to understand systems, you are really just simply a user, a cog in the wheel. Now, you may want to be that, and that's fine. It's a choice you make. Hopefully, you make that consciously. But if you really want to understand the modern world, we need to learn the science of systems. And you have a couple of ways you can do this. One, you can read all the books you want and try to figure it out yourself. You can go to places like engineering schools, like MIT, get a bunch of degrees. Um, you can learn from others. But ultimately, the science of systems, it is purposely been made inaccessible to the ordinary person. My journey has been to make it accessible to everyone. So we put together this curriculum, but the main purpose in putting together this curriculum was so you could become the light. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is you can become an agent of change. You're no longer reliant on waiting for someone else to come uh, save the world for you, a politician or someone, but you, once you understand these principles, you have the tools to think beyond left and right, pro and anti. Those in power are dedicated to splitting working people on every issue, gun violence, right? Abortion, uh, you know, um, uh, healthcare systems, right? The issue of the First Amendment. Every issue, working people are being split into pro and anti within microseconds, how the media works, uh, or thinking left and right. And as long as we're in that world, you are a slave. But if you understand the science of systems, you have tools, hopefully with the community of others, to start looking at a, a problems beyond left and right. So that's what that's how we get out of this, okay? And and ultimately, this is this is so you can become the light to inspire, educate, and move others to learn to think and learn the science of systems. So this is not about an individual. Are you being reliant on an individual? This is ultimately you learning these principles. So you become the light, you become the educator, and you become a source of truth, freedom, and health. That's what it's about. That's why when I say go to the foundations of systems, go to vashiva.com slash join. We have hundreds of thousands of people. You won't feel alone. Um, get the book, System and Revolution. It's absolutely free. And come to our um, open house. Again, absolutely free. Anyone can come. We have discussions, 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. Just simply go to vashiva.com slash orientation. Now, given that preview, let's be very clear. The ruling class, the establishment has no interest in teaching you the science of systems, okay? There's probably about, right now, about 8,000 people on the planet Earth who understand the science of systems. And most of those people work as advisors to presidents, to prime ministers, to agencies, and they can see the future because they understand the interconnectedness of things, data, science, et cetera. And they know where the future is going and they can move people 
along that future. In the book, Future of Email, I have a whole chapter in here called Controllability and Observability, talking about how through the immense amount of data that, uh, by the way, the government, as, as we expose in our lawsuit, has an unholy alliance with big tech. So they have immense access to microscopic level of data about you. So they can do a lot of predictive analysis to know which direction anything is going in. Now, without you as an individual understanding these, the science of systems, you basically those in power have an unfair advantage. But more importantly, the establishment has zero interest in you raising your consciousness. Let me repeat that again. The establishment has zero interest in you raising your consciousness. So the question is, do you have interest in raising your consciousness where you see things as they are, where you become, where you, you can stand up on your own two feet and not get caught into this left-right paradigm, pro-ante, this duality. And you can actually look at a situation and figure out what the real problem is and the real solution. But the establishment, to repeat for a second time, has no interest in you raising your consciousness. What does the establishment really have? Right? Because they don't do they do not want you to learn to think and build a movement, an independent movement. Okay? That's the most important thing. They they, they want you to be imprisoned in their buckets. So what are those buckets? So let me talk about those buckets. The establishment has four buckets, as I talked about, okay? Those four buckets um, we're going to discuss, all right? The first bucket is to try to put you into being in the left, okay? And the left wing has, as we discuss in our, um, in our class, it could be in, in, in England, they call it the Labour Party. In India, it's a Congress Party. In America, it's a Democratic Party. I'm sure in Australia, it's some other party. But in any of these countries, there's a left-wing movement. And by the way, there's a not-so-obvious establishment version of that too, okay? But there's a left-wing, okay? So write that down. That's one of the buckets that the establishment wants you in. So one of the buckets is the establishment wants you to be part of the left, Okay, so they take all the working people and they want to take one section of those working people and put them into the left wing. Okay, what's the next bucket? Well, the next bucket is to put people into the right wing. Okay, again, you know, it's a Tory party in uh, England. Um, in the United States, you can call it the Republicans. In India, it's the BJP. And I'm sure in other countries, it's different. Uh, pieces. Uh, those of you ca calling in from other countries, maybe you know what they are. Okay. Um, thank you, Sarah. Very sweet of you. Blessings to you. Um, so we need to understand. So these are two of the establishment's buckets to put you in the left or put you into the right on every issue. They have their talking points. So when a gun incident takes place, one wing immediately says, I want to keep my guns. And the other wing says, I want to take away your guns. Okay. So on. Okay. Or um, pro and anti on every issue. But that's one way of splitting working people up. And notice the establishment, by the way, both, both wings of the ruling class all hang out together. They party together. We saw this in the United States with Tucker Carlson. You know, he's writing letters to Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, to get a, a recommendation letter for his son, right? So they're all one incestuous group, okay? Outwardly, they'll play this game and if you're not smart enough, 
or have not been trained, you'll think they're, you're, oh, I'm going to take the right wing position or the left wing, but they don't give a damn about you. They're actually part of the same family, okay? So left wing and right wing is one way, those are the two buckets, okay, that the establishment wants to put you in, all right? And by the way, as Ken says, um, yes, we have uh, uh, open houses on Thursday at 11 a.m. as well as at Thursdays at 8 p.m. And I'll come back to that. What are the other two buckets? Well, the other bucket is a very interesting one. It's apathetic and isolationist. So you notice there's people you'll meet. They'll say, well, you know, I tried to vote and it doesn't work. Or I was a Democrat and then I became a Republican. I don't believe in any. I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to go take care of my family. That's all I care about. I'm going to just take care of my home, my garden. I got my things and that's it. So that's the other group that the establishment wants people in, to be apathetic and to be isolationist. Where They want people to give up. Okay. Left wing, bucket one. Right wing, bucket two. Apathetic, isolationist, bucket three. Okay. And in all of these, the establishment wins big time because they got the left wing and the right wing. Again, these are working people, electricians, plumbers, mothers, educators. Those of us who actually work for a living have to go out and earn money each day fighting against each other. Okay. And then when people get tired of that, they want them to go into the apathetic isolationist bucket. And, and I'm sure you can you can go talk to your family, look around your neighborhood, and you'll see people. But there is a fourth bucket. There is a very important fourth bucket, which actually allows the establishment to suppress freedom. And that bucket is this one, okay? That bucket is domestic terrorists. They, the establishment loves when members of the working class also get so desperate and they take to violence, terrorist violence, they go shoot up a school. And if you look at many of these quote unquote kids who are shooting up these schools or people go, many of them are not like destitute people. Go look at their backgrounds. They come from working class backgrounds but they're part of this group of people who had given up on the political system. We're not, they just, just were so desperate. And if it wasn't, by the way, if it wasn't, they, they use some weaponry to go just cause havoc. They, they just give up. Okay. Now, if you look at the percentage of these, you'll find out it's roughly about this. Okay. It's about 25% or left wing, 25% or right wing. If you notice, why is every election so close? 51 to 49, right? Uh, 52 to 48%. And if you uh, if you take Massachusetts around the 5 million people who are in Massachusetts, two and a half uh, registered uh, eligible voters, only two and a half million uh, of them even vote. And they're split into left wing and right wing. And the, including independents, because they'll lean left or right. And then the other 25, uh, the other 50%, Okay, two and a half million people in Massachusetts don't even bother to vote. Okay, but the establishment counts on about 0.1%. Okay, so they they count on which would be about 300,000 people who they know are going to, at some point, they're going to go off the handle and they will do something really violent. And they want, so you could say that 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 is, you know, some people say, oh, there's a conspiracy, false flags, et cetera. 
I don't know about that, but I do know when you look at the statistics, you don't even need to go there. There is enough people who are in that domestic terrorist desperate category who will just go off. And how the establishment wants to monitor them in the work of um, Kathleen Newman, who did a thing on Gun Rampage, she showed very clearly that one of the factors that leads to this violent situation is that school teachers and authorities are looking the other way. They know something's wrong, but they look the other way. Okay. But the bottom line is when you look at this, the four buckets here, as I've laid out here, and um, is that you see left wing, right wing, that's two people arguing all day. The apathetic and the isolationist, about 49.19%. And the, and the people, a very small fraction of society, which just is gone. They, they just don't care anymore. Okay. So the establishment wants people in one of these four buckets. As long as people are in the left wing and the right wing, apathetic and isolationist or domestic terrorists, the establishment wins. Again, to repeat, to emphasize this, left and right, pro and anti-fighting, that's wonderful for the establishment. They got 50% of the people taken care of right there. Then they got the other 49.9% of people given up. And But then they also have another 0.1% of the people, they know they're gonna fly off the handle at any point. And they'll create a domestic terrorist situation, which gives the establishment the rationale, quote unquote, rationale to say, hey, we need to um, shut down social media. We need to curtail free speech. We need to broadly, you know, take away all weapons from everyone. OK, forgetting that in places like China and Japan and Korea, they're mass stabbings, by the way. And in many of the countries that have the lowest incidence of um, gun violence, there is a hot, you know, they, they no one writes about mass stabbings. I think in Japan, several years ago, a guy went and stabbed like 40 people, okay, and injured another 80 people, killed 40 people, okay, stabbed them. So when you consider this from a systems approach, these are the four buckets the establishment wants you in. And I hope everyone's understanding this because from a systems perspective, if we are in one of these four buckets, we are essentially being corralled into a controlled reaction, okay? Someone says, uh, this is a uh, chemical-free body. This is a great visual. Yep. So as long as you're in one of these four buckets, you are in the element of the ruling class and they have you pegged. They know what you're going to do. And it's a pretty good game. All right. So what's the way out? So I want to take a little bit of time to talk about what is the way out. The movement for truth, freedom, and health has identified the way out. And the way out is to build a movement. What does that mean? What does that really mean? People say build a movement. A build a movement means working people understand historically that we don't have to be left wing. We don't have to be right wing. We don't have to be isolationist. We don't have to. It's grossly irresponsible to become a domestic terrorist and take ridiculous actions because it is the antithesis. In fact, it leads to the suppression of a movement. Ultimately, a movement is going to come when people understand, A, these four buckets exist, okay? But understand the dynamics. There is a science. And that's why I have the scrolling bar running over and over and over again. And I keep telling everyone, go to vhu.com slash join. And I've made this curriculum 
accessible to people so we understand the science of systems. It's, it's many ways a science of everything. All right, so, so remember to emphasize this again, what does the establishment not want, okay? The establishment does not want, they do not want an educated citizenry who thinks beyond left and right. So, so they do not want an educated citizenry. They do not want you educated and you start thinking beyond left and right. Now, in order to think beyond left and right, you need to have a different framework, which is a science of systems. They do not want an educational citizenry who wants to identify real problems by innovating real solutions. Look, the establishment doesn't want to ever solve a problem. They don't really want to solve gun violence. We talked about that um, in our three-hour course last weekend. They want people being in the pro-gun camp and anti-gun camp. They don't want people to understand the root cause of gun violence, which we discussed. And I hope you guys um, take the course so you can go through that. But they don't want people going ever to the root cause because the root cause will, will unify the working class. They want the working class, one element of the working class being pro-gun, another one being anti-gun, one being you know, pro-climate, anti-climate, whatever you want on every issue. They don't want people going to the using system science to understand the real issue, okay? So that's one thing to understand. They do not want an educated citizenry who wants to identify real problems by innovating real solutions. Now, they also do not want an educated citizenry who unites beyond left and right to build a movement, okay? So I'm going to give you a little bit of understanding right now by looking at health, Going back to the 1900s, very briefly, and we do this greater in our course. That's why I want all of you guys to take the course because I can't do it in this short video here. Otherwise, it'll get too long. Um, but the bottom line is that when you look at the arc of history that I spoke in the video, ultimately, it is when you, as an individual, raise your consciousness. It's not about me teaching you something, but you raise your consciousness and you interconnected things that you see around you to understand the real problems and innovate real solutions. That's when things happen. And when you do it in the community of other people, it can happen faster. And that has happened historically. So let me give you an example here. So if you go look back um, in at the 1900s, this is an interesting graph. Okay. If you look here in early in the 1900s, the measles mortality rate, which means how many people are dying from measles was around 14 out of 100,000, okay? That means 14 out of 100,000 people were dying from measles, which is an infectious disease. By 1945, right here, the measles rate had dropped by nearly 98%. Measles vaccine is over here 15 years later, 18 years later. But 18 years before the measles vaccine came, the measles infectious disease rate had dropped. Look at that. Before the measles vaccine. Well, how did this happen? This happened, this massive decline happened because something profound took place during this period. And what took place during this period was a lot of infrastructure got put into place. That infrastructure during this period was hygiene, water systems, highways, we eliminated child labor. A lot of amazing things occurred during this period. During this period, infrastructure came in for working people, school systems, water systems, food systems, okay, clean water, okay? 
And these systems, long before the vaccines even came, brought down measles mortality by 98%. Well, you know, 18 years before. Okay. Well, how did that happen? Did those in power, did the ruling class simply give people, eliminate child labor? Did they simply p- give people the eight hour workday? Did they clean up factory conditions? Did they clean up water systems? Did that just happen? And no one wants to talk about this, but I will share with you when you take a systems approach, this is what actually happened, okay? There was massive advance of the labor movement, okay? And you can see it started in the mid 1800s. You had the Lowell Female Labor Reform Association that began petitioning for the 10 hour workday. They had the, in 1871, after the great Chicago fire, Mary Harris Mother Jones began working as a labor organizer. In 1903, women's trade unions leagues built up at the AFL convention and so on. Women starting the mid 1800s all the way to the early 1900s led these working class movements to demand the ruling class and they came together beyond left and right. These were bottoms up movements beyond left and right, beyond being an isolationist, beyond doing terrorism. People realized that wasn't gonna get anywhere because those in power have far, far more weapons but we needed to build a bottoms up movement, a conscious movement, an educated movement. And these movements came bottoms up. People organized, they studied, they understand what it took to um, build a movement. The book System and Revolution looks back at all those movements and it advances this in the modern world. And the word revolution is a scientific term. It's not like go get weapons and burn down things. It's not what that means. It means revolution is a state transition. It's a physics term. And I define it here. So it was these movements. It was people organizing left and right, men and women, black and white, coming together, uniting, not being in left wing bucket, right wing bucket, not being isolationist, not being depressed, not being domestic terrorists, but actually building a movement as brothers and sisters. Okay. And that's what the establishment doesn't want. All right. And when you look at these movements, as these movements built, as they grew, at one point, there were really bottoms up unions that organized. And this scared the hell out of the left wing and the right wing. And this graph that I'm going to show you here is quite profound because what you see here in this graph is starting in you know 1940 all the way to 1970, many of those movements were still alive. And you can see the number of strikes that took place. So between 1940 to around, you know, early 80s, you, each one of these bars shows the thousands of workers. So if you, this was millions of people, working people, fighting for their rights, okay? Millions of working people. And during this period, 1940 to 1970, let me remind everyone, this was when the GDP of the United States was growing. And during that period, because people are out there organized, not taking guns and shooting at each other, but organized, united, working people, as the U.S. GDP grew, guess what? Wages of working people also grew. So as people fought, organized, as people united, okay, boycotts, you know, we're not talking about terrorist actions, as they united together, 
during that period, as the GDP grew, and this came out in a RAND report that just came out, the working people's wages also grew. What happened during this period in 1950, when people said statements like workers unite, working people come together, a guy called McCarthy branded that slogan as communist and socialist. So if you ever said workers unite, the right wing branded that as communist. When the slogan workers unite has been around long before Karl Marx, okay? And by that branding, what they did was they went after anyone who said that and, and labeled them as communist. And a lot of ignorant people still do that. In fact, when we said workers unite or working people, oh, you must be communist. Well, you know, if you look at Karl Marx's observations, some of them were on the mark, some of them were, were not. But the reality is he doesn't own the word workers unite. But so during that period, the right wing attacked these movements by branding them as communist. And what the left wing did was they used that opening because they didn't like bottoms up movements. And then they created these top down unions. The unions we have today came out of the post McCarthy era, which were top down. So the Democrats controlled the unions and the Republicans were cutting off the legs of working workers. And both of them did it together. So what you see in this graph is by 1980, the real bottoms up workers movements were destroyed in the United States and you had less and less strikes. And during this period from 1980 to 2019, guess what happened? According to the RAND report, massive transfer of wealth took place between the elites, I mean, uh, between the working people to the elites. In fact, by way of example, if you are making about $50,000 today, you should actually be making $120,000. That's $70,000 average delta. If you multiplied that by all the working people during this period, this 50 year period, that would be close to $47 trillion of wages was transferred from working people to the elites. In fact, in the last two years, 600 billionaires doubled their wealth by $2.3 trillion in the midst of this quote unquote pandemic. So we don't discuss all this. None of this is discussed, okay? So when you really look at this graph, you have to realize when we had movements, wages grew. When we stopped fighting, building movements, wages went down. And by way of example, you can see it, that during this period, uh, the first period, 1940-19, there were 52 million workers striking, 11,000 strikes. And during this period, right here, there were, oops, let me, uh, I got to fix this graph. I did a little error here. Sorry about that. Let me fix it right here. And uh, I got to make it black because I took it from my. Um, so during this period, let me bring this graph up again. Okay. During this period, only 7 million workers struck, and there were only 986, uh, uh, 962 strikes. Okay. So 962 strikes, people's wages goes down. During this, people's wages goes up. Okay. So I hope I'm being clear here. We need to build a movement. And the movement is not about, I want my guns, I want my guns, I'm going to go, you know, I'm a big big guy. Yeah, okay, we support, you know, I, I'm a big proponent of a, a decentralized uh, citizenry, uh, everyone being trained, frankly, and I'm also a proponent of working people need basic needs, okay, which goes beyond left and right. But the bottom line is, it's not about 
The real weapon here is a weapon of knowledge to understand we need to build a movement. And that weapon of knowledge is the science of systems. And these movements we're building, but as you can see from this graph, the establishment is in a very powerful position now because there are no movements. The unions have sold out working people. The right wing brands, anytime you say workers unite, oh, that's socialist. Most people don't even know. Most people haven't even read the Communist Manifesto. Have, have they, Ken? John? No. Yeah, most people haven't even read Das Kapital. Most people haven't even read Adam Smith's work. So you have the right wing just putting out certain words and the left wing putting out certain isms. And no one even knows what the hell they're talking about. But the bottom line is the data is absolutely clear. When working people build movements, wages go up. Working people have better lifestyle. When working people sit on their ass and get manipulated by the left and right, we're in this situation that we are in today. Okay? So that these are the facts. So you can see from this graph that as long as we don't actually build a movement, which has occurred, we're going to be in the situation we are today. So again, this is where the establishment wants you to be in. They want you to be in one of these four buckets. And you have to ask yourself, are you in the left wing? Are you in the right wing? Are you an apathetic isolationist? Or are you, you know, hopefully no one here, well, you know, is on the road to being a domestic terrorist. Okay. But, th but the establishment wants people to be in one of these four buckets. And as long as people are in these four buckets, everything's hunky-dory for Biden, for Trump, for Republicans, for Democrats, everyone. And all, all you're witnessing is theater, okay? So what is a way out? The way out is we need to build a movement. And we need to look at the lessons in history where there were failures in movements, and we need to learn. That's why... We need an, a science to do that. And that's what system and revolution lays out, okay? What is that science? We need to build a movement. And in order to do that, we need a, a framework to do that. But the reason we need a movement is because a movement creates a wave of consciousness. It's not you just in your little room, you know, reading social media about a movement, but it's actually you getting involved in a movement and you become a point of light with others to create a wave of consciousness. And that wave of consciousness is literally a movement, which is an interconnected raising of consciousness of you and others. And that's what we need to do. And I invite all of you um, to come on Thursday's open house, 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. Go to vashiva.com slash orientation and register. Um, there, I, uh, we do these orientation. You get to meet people from all over the world. It's online. But... I wanted to use today's talk to really get very practical, go down. I know we do a lot of videos on science. We talk about, you know, um, uh, some very important systems analysis. But today is really about you. And I hope all of you recognize that we can't be in one of these four buckets. And, um, and also, we're not, you don't need to go convince people. You can see on the comments here, there's hundreds and thousands of people who are getting it. And we don't need to feel hopeless because that is that one of those three buckets. The issue now is to get educated and to build a movement beyond left and right. So I hope you guys uh, take advantage of that. It took me 50 years to put this curriculum together. We've made the curriculum accessible. We, we're building a community. But most importantly, this is about giving a path forward beyond left and right, beyond isolations, beyond doing stupid things, okay? It's about really being an adult.
not a child. And the goal is, is for people to be adults in the room, to educate our neighbors, and we've created that infrastructure to do that. And as I'll come right back, uh, I'll have a few more points to make, but I just wanna share with you what are the features of this infrastructure they've put together for you. It's really been a, uh, an honor to do it. It's been a labor of love of me and others. So please take advantage of it, but we do need to build a movement and not get lost in one of those four quicksand buckets. And uh, let me just share with you, you know, what our curriculum, what that infrastructure looks like. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayyadurai. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others' growth and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archived lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is the science of everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. Systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern Systems of Medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth, Freedom, Health warrior scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One 
One of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions. You can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health Warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. Powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes, and text, allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. All right, everyone, I hope that was valuable. I look forward to seeing you at our open house. And by the way, um, in the chat here, um, I know many of you have different ideas of different videos you'd like to see me do from a systems approach. Um, if you want to put any of those ideas, just put them in here because we do go through them. And we have a list of uh, video ideas that come from or educational videos. So feel free to go right on the comments and just say, hey, Dr. Shiva, could you do a video on this or this or this or this? But one of the videos that I will be doing tomorrow will be on the modern monetary theory and inflation. I did a little quick post up there. You know, um, Biden comes into office. He's only been there a year and then inflation goes up and then everyone thinks he, he is a cause of inflation. Right. And that becomes the news. Um, and we're going to talk about that. I'm, I want to educate you on what is MMT. MMT is a way that the world has been running for the last two years, which is called modern monetary theory. So I want to open you up to some concepts on modern monetary theory. What is the debt and what is inflation? And just uh, opening up to a couple of hints here that Obama printed in one term about $4.3 trillion, but Trump printed close to $6.9 trillion. Okay. Biden so far has printed about $1.5 trillion. All right. So it's important to understand that when you look at what's actually going on, if you just take a left-wing or right-wing approach, you're going to be misled again and just get lost in the theater. So I'm going to do that tomorrow on modern monetary theory and inflation. But uh, please um, uh, take take time and put in the comment lines what kind of videos you'd want, want me to do, um, and I will do them. Some of them we may have done, so we may resurrect them and replay them or update them, okay? So I wish you all well. And again, uh, please take time if you're interested to go to vashiva.com slash orientation to come to the open house. Or you can also just, if you're ready, go to vashiva.com slash join and sign up as a warrior. All right, everyone, I wish you well. Have a good night uh, or good morning if you're wherever, whichever part of the world you're in. Be well. Mm -hmm.